everyone, welcome to Business for Builders. Uh, welcome to you if you're cruising down the road, listening to this on a podcast, or maybe sitting there having a bite to eat, or maybe just chilling out on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome, welcome to those who are watching this on YouTube. We appreciate your attention. Um, you know, our goal is to deliver as much value as we can, and uh, you know, de- deliver relevant information that can really assist you in uh, you know developing or starting a building company, developing a building company, growing a building company. Uh, it's all I do on a daily basis. So I've got six operators. Uh, I was actually on the phone to one of my Edmonton guys today for two hours, just going through a uh, you know a proposal that he was going to present uh, later this week. So um, yeah, it's where you know I'm up to my eyeballs in construction. Um, you know, selling franchises is not what I was trained to do. I was trained as a carpenter and end up running my own building company, end up being a franchisee with Smith & Sons. But, um, you know, I find myself today as a 48-year-old dude that's, like, feel seriously old um, to some of these young fellas. Now it's, you know, a time for me to be able to really help and, and mentor. And, and this is what uh, I got thinking about this morning is, you know, along those lines, you know, I moved from, you know, being being a young buck, you know, as an apprentice and then, you know, was married in my early 20s and, you know, wanting to sort of provide for my family and getting a builder's license in my late 20s, uh, becoming a franchised operator as a general contractor or builder with Smith & Sons. And then, of course, six years ago, we moved to Canada. So, you know, and of course, we jumped straight back in the building game, you know, as soon as we could when we got here. And so, you know, I, you know, for me and my position personally, you know, I've always had a lot of people that, you know, I've looked up to. Uh, there's a lot of people um, that, you know, I've come across in my time that I really didn't have respect for. And so I had a really, I guess, a fairly open buffet as to people that I, I respected, people that I, I really admired and some of the accomplishments that they had made. And then there was other people I thought, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that guy or that gal. And so, you know, the, the motivation I think this morning uh, or today was um, my question to you is, are you making a mark or are you leaving a stain? And uh, if you've listened to a few of my podcasts in the past, you would have heard me mention the legacy. You know, it's it's to me, it's more important to have legacy over currency. Now, we still want to we still want to run and operate a you know a profitable business. Um, I love being a capitalist. You know, we're, we're in it to win it. Um, you know, I've talked about business being an infinite game. That means if we don't kick all the goals this year, that's okay. If we're way behind this year, that's okay because business is an infinite game. And your, your best competition is going to be those that have that same sort of attitude toward the game of business. And so, you know, really with, you know, what you're doing in your building company is not just trying to make money. I know you're in a situation, what I guess the motivation is, what I want you to have is a dual vision. You know, I want you to have eyeballs on how do I create the most ROI? You know, I want the largest dividend that I can out of my business. But, I, you know, I really think, and, and this is really just one guy's POV. This is my two cents worth. This is the way I run my company. Um, even though I run a corporate office now, it still is very heavily influenced from my building days. And, of course, we interact with builders all the time. And whether I was running a corporate office, which, you know, as a franchisor or whether I was running a building company, I would still hang my hat on dealing with human resource and in, in the same way. And my objective is to, to I guess, influence as positively I can as many people as I can. Um, I know some fairly wealthy individuals and, you know, life, I heard Will Smith say once, no, it was not Will Smith, it was Jim Carrey. He said, if people could just experience what it's like to have more money than you can poke a stick at or spend, 
your whole view of life would instantly change. And, you know, honestly, you know, a little, a funny story. I, um, for the longest time, I think one of the first trucks I bought when I moved to this country was like a 2002 F-150. And I, you know, I mean, I love motorsport. I love driving fast, all those kinds of things. But, you know, I never felt motivated out of, you know, some corporate position that I might hold to justify, you know, buying a new vehicle. And I, for the longest time, and literally in the last two months, you know, my business partner says, hey, bud, it's really embarrassing that you're driving a 20-year-old truck. We need you to sort of, you know, step it up. And so we did that. But honestly, for me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, whether I jumped in my old truck, my old girl, or I jump in this new one, it's just, to me, it's just another truck. You know, I mean, this one goes a lot faster, so there's a really good chance I'm going to get tickets pretty quick. But, you know, what I'm saying is that my, my, I get more joy. Here's the deal. I get more joy out of sitting with one of my newest franchised operators who's in another province, who's in Edmonton, and sitting down with him for two hours and going through a, uh, a proposal that he's getting prepared, ready to present to a client this week, then I do punching around in a new truck. Because all I do is get into trouble when I go and drive and I piss people off and, you know, I've got decals all, my, all over my vehicle and stuff. So, you know, like it just, uh, to me, it's almost a negative. But, you know, I, I think what I'm saying is that we've got to try and, like Jim Carrey said, if you could just experience what it is to feel that, you know, feeling of having no more monetary concerns, you would go, okay, now what does my life stand for? So as builders, you know, I, I think, you know, we've got to balance up and have that dual focus between having the capabilities to be able to win. And I think think um, if I can pull this one out of my hat, Gary Vaynerchuk says, you can be a really good human being and you can be an assassin. And I, I love that because I, I, that's totally, I've got this really genuine desire to make all the people that are in my sphere and around me as happy as I can make them. But you can bet your bottom dollar too, we're going to be the biggest brand in North America for renovations. Like I am not here and I'm not going to drop that language, but we're not here to make love to spiders. I can tell you that right now. Um, we are here to win. And so, you know, I would encourage you that you don't have to be Mother Teresa and give it all up and be a pushover and all that sort of horse shit because I am not. Um, but, but the flip side is you want to be able to be the assassin and a good human being all at the same time. And, you know, we're all different, you know. We come from all different backgrounds and all we're all different shapes and sizes. So there is no perfect science. I think you've just got to be be self-aware and, you know, look at how your attitude uh, is towards the, some of the team that you've got around you. And are they, you know, I'm going to probably talk about, um, you know, this maybe in another podcast, but there's different levels of leadership and maybe we can just cover it off now. You know, you might have a a position as a leader, but if if your folks aren't, really committed and they haven't thrown their heart over the bar as it relates to your business and they're not feeling like they're accepted i'm telling you they're just there to pick up a paycheck and really when we're trying to we know that off the back of the cultural development and the recruitment those two things actually help us um build our business and you know not everyone i mean there's a lot of people that are very happy to be you know, second in command or third, or, or they're happy to be just a contributor on your team. But you have to recognize that don't try and put a, a person who just wants to be a contributor in a second in command position. You know, you'll destroy them. And be careful that you haven't got some person who's in third, you know, who's, who's just in a, in a worker position, who's absolutely wanting to be at a higher level of leadership in your team. Um, and 
quite possibly, I mean, they might want to go and start their own business. And I've had that. I had one of my one of my guys who was a marketing strategist working for us. He'd come down and we, we were sitting in our, our weekly meetings. He said, I just want to kick off and let you know that I've got a really good offer. They've done, you know, they doubled their income and, you know, give me an equity share and I can't compete with that. But I always knew that he that 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 Sam had a real flair for business and I knew that he wasn't gonna sit tight for too long. Now, even though that was a sad day for me, he is still working for me in a contract arrangement, and the guy loves the brand so much if, that as soon as he can find a builder, he wants to buy a franchise. See, that's legacy. I didn't set out to make a difference in that regard. I brought him on. I said, this is what I need you to do. He did it. But in the process, obviously, he was really enjoying doing business in the capacity that he was to the point where now, even though he's gone out on his own, let's say, he still wants to stay in touch with the business. That's legacy. That's what, that's the kind of, you know, I didn't think that that would actually work. You know, when someone leaves your walls, you're like, well, that's it. End of, end of the relationship. But, you know, I love seeing the fact that he, he will not unplug. He just wants to stay connected to the brand. And so he's on video con calls and, and now he's, of course, he's running his own business. So I'm hitting him up on text message saying, dude, if you need to chat, you know, if you need any advice, if you want to have a catch up for a beer, you know, and I think that's the, the ecosystem or the community that we're in as business owners. And of course, the family that is that, that, you know, oh, what does Simon Sinek say? It's not being in charge of people. It's actually taking good care of people that, you know, you're responsible for. And, you know, I, I really think that, that that is the mandate of an authentic leader. So, and that, that's where you move from just a positional leader into being more of a, a leader with influence. And, you know, I think when we're running a building company, there's all kinds of slurs. And I've heard guys say, oh, there's no more good guys and all the good guys are doing it on their own. And it's just, I, I refuse to believe that if you just need a few good men or women in your business, I refuse to believe that there's not someone out there that is ready to come onto your team. Currently, I'm trying to hire a bookkeeper and an admin, and even I start to think that maybe the, the right person is not out there. But um, I would just, you know, things work out for a reason. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of stuff that happens that I think is a negative in my life or a, you know, a missed opportunity or whatever, in hindsight, I'm sort of glad that that door closed. Because if that door had have opened, I wouldn't have actually got to the real, you know, the real reward that, you know, come along and I didn't even know it was going to come along. Um, and so, you know, I think we've got to take more of a humane or, a, you know, an approach to treating others like the way we want to be treated. And, and certainly then the, the caveat to that is we're not idiots. And I would, I would, I would urge that you trust your intuition and ensure that, you know, when you're in an operation and something doesn't sit right, then you've got to make the call. And uh, we, we, you know, we talk about that on a whole bunch of fronts, whether I'm dealing with clients, whether I'm dealing with franchises, whether I'm dealing with employees, you know, whether I'm dealing with my wife or my kids, you've still got to have the tough conversations. Leaders lead. You still have to, you know, be an integrous person. And that means sometimes you've got to give out some bad news. And I think Gary Vee calls it, uh, he calls it honest candor. I mean, you've just got to say, look, you know, if things aren't working out with an employer, you've just got to say, look, you're really strong here, but I need you to be strong here. And I just don't think you've got the chops. I've got to let you go. It's, it's just, it's, you can't get into business. It's like jumping in the octagon. If you're familiar with, you know, cage fighting, you can't jump in the octagon and think you're going to come out with a belt and no, no, you know, bloody lip or, you know, black eyes. It's just not going to, it's just impossible. You're a dreamer. Unless you can knock the guy out in the first 30 seconds, then you may have a chance of coming out, 
you know, everything's still in order. But, you know, the fact that we're in an infinite game means that, you know, more often than not, we start out not really having the knowledge and the understanding that we need to drive the business forward. And so, you know, you know, we, it all comes back to, and I think I might have said this in one other podcast, you know, that, that, that your ability to recruit good talent and your ability to maintain a good, positive, healthy culture, they're the two foundation stones of building a business. And I think when you do that, the natural, because this is what I did when I started the business, I made a decision that it was going to be people over profit, but I wasn't going to get taken for a ride. And, you know, not really remembering that on a daily basis, but just still having that gut level kind of appreciation for people and the fact that they've come down and they're, they're spending their eight hours a day inside these four walls and helping me grow this business. Um, you know, that's really something that, um, you know, something that you've got to develop because it's important, the appreciation for people, even though you're cutting them a paycheck. If it's just a straight transaction for time and money and there's no humanity involved in that, you will lose. You'll lose that good person to me. I will come get them. I will poach them. And I'm, that's because I don't care. Business is, you know, you got to be able to, you know, it's dog eat dog. Let's just say that. But, um, you know, I think we, it's important that we reward our people. And the same thing that goes, you know, for you as a builder, you know, something I use often and I chat about whether I'm talking face-to-face or, you know, uh, to prospective franchisees is that builders don't get the reward, the recognition or the respect that they feel they deserve. I want you to know that your employees, funny enough, are humans and they kind of need reward, respect and recognition as well. You know, and, you know, when, when you come and work for me, no matter what capacity you're in, whether you're a your creative director, whether you're going to work in accounts, uh, whether you're a micro content producer, we want to give you a cut of the pie because everything that we're doing as a team here is all pushing in the one direction. So why shouldn't they get some of the the, the financial love as well? So are you mark are you making a mark or you're leaving a stain? Is it legacy over currency or is it currency over legacy? You need to think about that because I'm pretty sure that if you pick the right couple of uh, you know alternatives, you will um, you'll reap the benefits. So. Like, share, and comment. Um, If you know anyone who would benefit from this info, please share it with them where all he is. If you want to contact me, you can do that directly, max at businessforbuilders.ca. And uh, we look forward to just continuing on uh, with our our, uh, mission, that is to uh, make a massive difference in the building and construction industry. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Cheers.